Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' run this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Quam Lost Sports Talk We are live, it is a Tuesday morning The number to join the show is 888-346-9144 you want to have to bear with me I might be feeling a bit under the weather But we do have a lot of sports to talk about And all facets of sports, if you will Talk a little bit about the idiocy of uh, athletes We're going to talk about You know, there was a baseball game Supposed to be played today, yesterday It will be played today It was rained out San Francisco Giants St. Louis Cardinals Play tonight That would be an interesting game to sell The Diamondbacks The Arizona Diamondbacks has a new Manager and uh, Chap Chip Hale. Chip Hale says, "Listen to some of the interviews." Tony Russo said he checks all the box. They have a new GM and uh, Stewart. Should be interesting where they go this year. You got to keep your eyes on the Arizona Diamondbacks. As bad as they were, which means they have the first pick of the Major League Baseball draft. So. This is going to be huge in what they're trying to do and the direction they need to go, especially with this new management team. Started with Tony LaRusso getting rid of, uh, uh, who was the guy they got rid of? It'll come to me. Now they have uh, Stewart. Now they have Chip Hill. So they're trying to move in the right direction. You have to do those things because the Diamondbacks has been <clears throat> average at best. And now they have the first pick in the draft, so they're a little worse than average. I'm going to talk about some uh, Jameis Winston and more so Jimbo, Winst Jimbo Fisher. Going to have a Florida State guy call in. Amp Lee played at Florida State. I think he went into the Florida State Hall of Fame this year. I'm going to talk about the injuries of football. Demry Lachey is in the studio. Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? How was your trip, man? You went to Indiana? Yeah, I went back to um, Indiana State. Uh, it was their homecoming weekend, attended the ball game. Um, they did lose, unfortunately, my last second field goal. But other than that, I mean, it was a great event. Um, attended my old uh, WISU radio position job. We had our 50th year anniversary there. and I uh, got a chance to talk to some of the younger students about some of the projects that I have going and uh, some of the things I'm doing out here in Phoenix now, and they're wanting to get involved. Um, so it was a great overall trip. Got to see a lot of old teammates and watch some football. That's always good. I think we went Definitely. back for the same thing. I went back to Kansas, and and that brisk, cool air might have got me. A oh little, man, might have got me a little <laughs> bit under the weather. It, it was a perfect too. football. See, it didn't rain, but it was perfect football weather if you plan. Yeah, and and was um after after halftime started getting a little cold, but a lot of guys came back. And we wore our Letterman jackets, and we we represented for for the reasons we went back. I went back for some more than. Uh, representing Clint Bourne, hopefully uh, it all ties into helping Clint Bourne sustain that head coaching job. But it was a great atmosphere. It was a great thing, uh, and we lost too. You yeah. guys lost by field goal. Yeah. Did Last anybody go, did, did the coach go crazy like uh, Nick Saban? No, he didn't go crazy. Um, he, he, actually, the co I think our, I think my coach, my ball coach, man, I think he made a big mistake. It was about a minute twenty left, and he went for a squib, and it. Hit the guy, the first first guy in the front row. So they got the ball like at the fifty yard line with like a minute left. Was and he, it was kind of questionable call. Like, and he why? was leading. 
He was leading by one. It was and he squibbed. Why, why would he squib the ball? It was like a minute twenty. Is I that guy no dangerous back there? Because that's how Kansas lost to Oklahoma State. He, I mean, the whole game I watched, he never returned it past the thirty or the f- none to none to be threatened about. I don't know. You make teams drive the field on you. And you absolutely. And, and you keep your lane control, kickoff team, so there's no gaps and no breaks. Yeah. But that's how Kansas lost to Oklahoma State. They lost. Mm-hmm. It sounds similar. They was in that game the whole. I was keeping up with it. Yep. So they um, had momentum. They gave up three points before the half. There's just no way you would think. Okay, I'm gonna get me something to drink. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no alcohol on college campus. I said, yeah. somebody said, uh, "Kwame, you need anything?" I said, "Yeah, bring me, bring me a beer." <laughs> he said, "This you can't get a beer here." <laughs> I said, "Oh, well, no, I'm fine." Uh, but we gave up three points with 47 seconds left in the game. There's no way they should have did that because they had momentum. They was beating these guys. Mm-hmm. And then you kick it to a guy. You get to kick it to him twice. You know that's a recipe for disaster when you got to kick it twice. There's a penalty. They made a great play on the first kickoff, but there was an offsides. So Oklahoma State selects to kick it again, receive it again. Mm-hmm. So they kick it off. The guy takes it back to the house. Oh, man. Game over. Game over. And, and But when you're watching that game, kind of, like, I guess how yours were, you didn't even see like or feel like your team was losing. Right. I think it's the passion though uh, with these like like Clint Bourne, for example, the passion that he's bringing to these team. They playing with a whole another passion since Fallen Fire and Charlie White. So hopefully he gets the job. Yeah. How does so? How does the football program feel about you know having a coach being left in the middle of a season and a new coach coming along? I know you're good friends with the new coach and you played with them before, but how does you know how does the program feel about it as a whole? They were. Because it seems like they, they reacted pretty pretty well. The team did, at least. Right. They gave effort And the more. two games that he uh, was the head coach, and, and and I went into the new facility. It doesn't say intern anything. It say mm-hmm. head coach. So the two games that he became the head coach, because he's been there for 17 years. Mm. He's been there 17 with minus two of those. It would have it been 19 because he had to go somewhere when they fired Mangino. Right. But they responded to it. They responded to him being a head coach, responded to um, uh what he brings to the table, his passion, and all, all the boosters and all the alumni are saying the right thing. And I, and it, I didn't, it didn't seem rehearsed. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem rehearsed, but everybody was saying the right thing. But you guys lost by three, and I, and I asked you the question, did your coach go off? Because Nick Saban lose, wins a game 14-13 to Arkansas, beat Arkansas. And he's upset that people don't want more, but he set that table. In my opinion, I think he set that table. Like, we, we are Alabama. We're going to blow teams away. We're going to do So he goes steam. He's steamed after a win because somebody asked him why he didn't blow a team out. Now, right. I agree with Nick Saban in the sense where a win is a win. You take it and run with it. I don't care who it is. If it's the SEC, where I think these guys play some real good football, it could be critical. A loss could be critical coming down to the stretch. But Nick Saban just, I think he went off. He should have just said, win is a win. We're happy to take it. This is the SEC. But he went off like the fans don't have a right to say that or reporters didn't. Exactly. They want to know what happened to this Alabama team that's been so dominant over the years. Exactly. I mean, Nick Saban, I mean, he just need to calm that down. Obviously, yeah, we know you should walk, you should walk over every team, that's, especially just not even ranked in the top 25. I don't care if the SEC or not. Nick Saban, you built this program, and you know what you built. You know, all these other programs, they, they're trying to catch up. They're trying to right. uh, recruit more JUCO players, more uh, transfers. They're trying to get the transfer guys out of big D1s or whatnot. No, you're the lucky guy. You're the one who's doing it the right way, 
getting four or five star recruits all up and down your roster. Like, so you're expected, of course, you're expected to be an unranked team, uh, pretty handily, pretty comfortably. Like they, they should have lost that game. You say should to have? me, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Arkansas I, I made it. what they missed. What two, three field goals? Had a field goal blocked. Now if that kicker was playing in the pros. Penalties, yeah. He would have been fired. He'd been looking for a job. Definitely. But well, you, you can't get a kid. Someone his fault. Someone was the yeah. O-lineman fault not blocking up front, not right? Not getting up front. That's what, that's what, and I've always said the game starts right there, but you, you're right. They should have lost that game. Right. Alabama should have. There's no need for it. Like, Nick Saban, you, this is what you, you built that. You brought this to Alabama. You, you asked for this. This is what happens when you take the Alabama coaching job of, in taking the dominance of football in the past decade of, yeah, we are Alabama. Don't hit right. me with the, oh, as a win as a win and, uh, who cares if we win by four, by one point or a hundred? No, you're Alabama's head coach. You're and not coaching at uh, Kansas State. You're not coaching at uh, Oklahoma. You're. This is bigger. This is Alabama. This is the team of the decade. I'd like to see uh, Snyder's Kansas State go against up to Alabama. I, I really would. I, I think they will beat them this year. But I know exactly what you mean when you yeah. say what you said. The, the question, but you can't be wrong. You're not. I don't think you're wrong when. Nick Saban, you come across as a disciplinary. You're a defensive guy. You're a secondary guy, wherever you've been. But you you run a you run a defense, and you expect no guy any of those guys to make a mistake. So the question was asked: Are you um are you furious? I might be. Uh, are you furious that a lot of your seniors made some critical errors in a final moment? And you will you would think that senior after senior shouldn't be making those errors, but it's a fair question, in my opinion. What's going on with the discipline there? I, I think the whole team changed. <laughs> the offensive coordinator, wherever he goes, nothing's going to be good. Yeah, what's this guy named? Bro? Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Nothing's going to be good with Lane, but he's going to always find a job. How and how that worked out, that he got that in a, a University of Alabama job, is amazing to me. <laughs> it's amazing. But, you know, this guy's always going to find – Same just went on a rant and went crazy for – he probably felt the same way, but he had to defend his team. So that's that's a whole other subject. That's a whole other thing. I do want to talk about the Cardinals, and let's, let's, we'll move around too. We do want to talk about the Cardinals. The um, and they played the, they played the game. Coming off their bye week, they go to Denver and they get smashed. And, and and one of the things we looked at, one of the things I definitely looked at was just I thought was the strength of their team was their secondary. But their secondary looked they looked average. In that Denver game, and I know it was Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning can make those guys look average, but not this team. Certain teams you can make look good if they don't have this or they don't have that. We talked about the Cardinals not having an offensive line or the linebackers, but I really believe that they believe in the next man up situation. Mm-hmm. Guys come in and they playing well. They they're not saying I'm, I was a backup so I can make these mistakes. They coming in backup as a backup and saying I'm gonna make it hard for. The, na- the guy, the starter, to get back in. And even though, even though he will, I can at least share some of that time because I can play this game. And the Cardinals have played well, but the secondary to me is making – they make a mistake like it's their first year. And I know Tyron Matthews has been injured. He haven't got his uh, his mental back yet, his confidence back yet. Physically, he feel like he still go out there. But he, he himself said, once I get my confidence back, he'll be back to normal. Rashad Johnson – He's making some big plays. He's yeah. made a, he's made a lot of big plays. Uh, one of the things I mentioned to him is just running defense. It's your defense. You're the safety running defense. Dale Buchanan's he's coming in. He's making plays. Both of the safeties out there are making plays. It's the cornerbacks that I'm having problems with. And I think that's where you get 
some of your best football from um, some of your best football players stand out is after you get, you know, after you take a butt whooping, after you get pointed out and exposed as a whole secondary, somebody in that secondary, either you're going to step up the next game or you're going to hide in the shadows. And I think Rashad Johnson definitely did a tremendous job stepping out, uh, getting two interceptions, making some big-time hits on uh, receivers in, in the running back game uh, that the Redskins were trying to bring out against the Arizona defense. But he definitely stepped up his game. He showed a lot of effort returning one for a touchdown. Yeah. Right. That was that like, was nice. Everybody, yeah. everybody wanted him. And when he did that in the point of that game, you think, just get down, get down. But I'm, I'm, I right. got the ball, and all I see is the offensive lineman in front of me. <laughs> I'm trying to score. Right. Just don't fumble the ball. Just don't give the ball back to him. I'm trying to score. But I think he's he's coming to his own. If he keeps up what he's doing, and the Cardinals have tons of in- injuries, not just on the offense or the defense, but you got Jason Bethel, who was a Pro Bowl, two-time Pro Bowl on special teams, who was listed this year coming into the season was one of their best corners, not the best corner. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, there's a uh, let me see, pro football focus. Pro football focus label. Now, this is idiotic what I'm about to tell you this. They list Patrick Peterson as the 80th best corner in the league. Stop. It. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even pay attention to him. I was just how. Was this NFL history or the season? <laughs> this season, I guess. <laughs> and and, that, and that, they're supposed to watch a lot of film on on games and or and just that player. But you list him the 80th. That don't even make sense. To, that don't even make sense to me. Are there 79 guys better than Patrick Peterson? No. And, and I and I say no. And I agree with you. And I say no. But I have seen Patrick Peterson, and we talked about it on the show. He has to decide that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He has to decide that he's going to play pro bowl football, all pro football, at practice and in the game. I see teams, I see teams throwing him at him at will, and they are pros too. So they're going to make some catches. They're going to make. They're going to break some tackles. That's going to happen. I, I don't see in him that that talent. Well, I see a lot of talent. Let me take that back before I say something stupid. I see a lot of talent in him. I see a lot of athletic ability. I see everything he's done thus far being in the National Football League with the Arizona Cardinals. I, we see the huge contract that he got that makes him one of the highest ever at that position. What I saw in Aeneas Williams, and Patrick's on 24, so let's let's throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see, and I don't know if Aeneas was thinking Hall of Fame, but he did get into the Hall of Fame this year. But he practiced like he was going to the Hall of Fame every day. He showed up to practice like he was Hall of Fame. Guys got tired of him, but those are the guys who didn't want to practice hard. Receivers mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't fight. He he going hard every play. Isn't that what you're supposed to do so you can get ready for football games? Absolutely. I don't see that in Patrick Peterson. We went to the practice a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I saw Patrick looking real good. But I did see him neglect a lot of uh, uh, tendencies that, or I've seen a lot of tendencies that I felt would get him in trouble down the road. And I'm seeing that right now today because – they had a defensive line that was one of the tops in the league, and I think he still think he got that. You right. don't have that defensive line you had. And it's time for – I mean, I, I just see it. He just needs to – I don't know if – I understand he's he's still young, I guess you could say. But the reason why he got that big contract is because they're looking at, okay, he's about to be the top – chance to be the top corner in the NFL right now. So let's pay him what he's going to do now and from years to come. With his young athletic ability, and they paid him before his, I guess you could say, his prime time level, his uh, Hall of Fame can show now. 
that's this is what they paid him for for what he can do in the future. But he has to step up his game and know why they give him this money. They're not gonna the Arizona Cardinals organization. They're not gonna pay guys, you know, <laughs> just for first three seasons, just for uh, you know having great but talent. He came in and was on fire. He yeah. led the league. He got a, he has a NFL record. And he hasn't changed up his game yet, though. If you go back to film two years ago when he first came in and last year, he's still doing the same tendencies and receivers and coaches coaches around the NFL are really picking at it. They, they're seeing that he doesn't close on the ball as much as he, you know, as much as he should. He's in a good position, but he doesn't finish it, that extra gift that yeah. Dion will have or uh, what Richard some Sherman of, Yeah, displayed. some of the top corners yeah. have. But I, I see this. When you say that, that's why I always call him that lazy corner. He looks lazy. He looks like he looks bored and sleepy. Right. There's no. Ch- it still looks like there's no <laughs> challenge for him. Yeah. Now, not to say he's not out there playing hard. Right. It right, seems right. like if, if you take a college, you talk take a college corner, or you take a pro corner and play against a college guy, or a college guy and play against a high school guy. Something like there's no challenge. Whatever you do, I'm gonna be right there. It seems like that, but he's forgetting these other guys are pros, professionals also. Yeah. And it looks lazy. But one of the things I do see him doing. That I, that is killing him is when he break on the ball. When he break at the receiver, his eyes immediately go to the quarterback. You talent enough, and you right there go to where the ball is going, and you get there quicker. Mm-hmm. You cannot beat the ball going to its destination at a high rate, high percentage of a time. If you're looking at the ball, you got to get to where the ball is going. That's why the quarterbacks throw the ball to a spot where the receiver should be, so he can run to it. It's the same thing in defensive back. You backpedaling, you come out of your break. Your head should immediately go to the receiver mm-hmm. because that's where the ball going. You get there quicker than you would if you turn coming out your break and look at the quarterback. Yeah. But I, I, I see the same thing over yeah. there with uh, uh, Cromartie. Yeah, Cromartie's done He's the same scorched. thing. And yeah, and I don't know if it's the technique that the defensive back coach is coucheing up or because I know Bruce Arians. He's he's called out the secondary, uh, especially after. This past week against Washington, he kind of said, you know, secondary needs to pick up the game. And that was Kirk Cousin. Yeah. And he's, Kirk Cousins got off with 354 passing yards. Who I like. But yeah, come on now, you at home. Don't give up that many. They ranked 32 in passing in passing defense. Mm-hmm. With those That's guys. all the secondary. Yes. Because the, the guys up front are doing their job against the run. But you know who has a hard job, I think, is the linebackers because they got to defend the run and the pass. Mm-hmm. They have to defend the running pass. You got to know. I, that's why I say you get back at seven yards. Be ready to go. If you got to run, go. Pass. You in position for your zone drops. You in position for your man drops. The Cardinals do a lot of pressuring. They they a blessing team. But I think the running the linebackers, and we've had Daryl Washington. Due to him losing his mind, is out the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, Abraham is out. He didn't know if he wanted to finish the game, finish the season. If his passion was still there, so he's inactive for the rest of the year. You had uh, you got Sam Macho who's playing, but coming off an injury, a foot injury, broken foot, and you got there's 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 tons of guys. Darnell Dockett is out. This is not the same team, but these guys are. You watch the Cardinals play, and they are they are competing. Yeah, they yeah. are competing. So my thing is, Todd Bowles really has to get on whomever he has to get on in that secondary or in that on that defense. Calais Campbell has been out. They talking about him coming back for the Oakland game, which will be a big mistake. Oakland is a team that's you watch them play. They're not as bad as their records show, but <laughs> but I think the Cardinals can go into Oakland and, and beat win that game because yeah. Carson Palmer haven't played in a month, come off injuries. 
he's looking good. Yeah, and I think uh, with them trying to bring back Calais Campbell, uh, it's, it's more of a conditioning standpoint. Um, making sure that this guy, you know, he doesn't lose um, that condition that he's built up before the injury occurred and be down a whole game. I can see him getting, like, a lot of reps, uh, maybe about 20, 20 snaps, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't see him playing a full out every snap, every down um, against Oakland because you, you want to bring him back slowly but surely because Seattle is coming out. They're definitely about to come to town here soon. And, you know, you got some other good games. Um St. Louis coming up, some divisional games. And you don't want to risk, you know, Calais Campbell. And uh, you definitely want to build back Carson Palmer's, uh, Carson Palmer's uh, his consistency back and making sure his fatigue is, you know, set and that shoulder is getting as many reps because they threw the ball 44 times. And I thought that was, I thought that was a little bit too much. The Cardinals? Yeah, well, they don't, have a, run, they don't have a running game. And, yeah. They run a game. I think they combine carries, 22 carries for maybe – yeah. 89 yards, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 23 carries, 74 yards. Yeah, and see, that that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. If you're trying to – you can't become one-dimensional in football, then teams going to eat you up. No, and and that's how Arizona was winning games last season, you know. They pushed the run. Even though they was averaging about three yards a carry, maybe, like, throughout some games, but at the same time, they kept it honest. They kept right. pounding the rock when they had to. Then you had an Ill- uh, idiot um, – Go in the situation, and I understand how women make you go make you go crazy. Uh, who was the guy uh, Dwyer? Yeah, Jonathan hit, hit, Dwyer. Jonathan Dwyer. He's out for domestic violence, and you just seen everybody go through that. Just walk away. I don't know how it's hard. Just walk away. Just walk away. This ain't even. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. You'd be in more trouble. Anyway, we got. Uh, I, want, I did want to talk about, and I do want to talk about, and we will get to it right now. Uh, Jameis Winston. What is? I don't have a problem. Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis Winston <laughs> playing at one of the best universities in the country. Uh, I don't know what their academics are, but athletically, they they right there in the picture. If they take a season, of, if you're not talking about Florida State Athletic, they probably take a season off or to, to rebuild or season or two. Mm-hmm. Everybody has those, but it's how quickly the, gr- the great teams rebuild their, their, their team, their, organ- their f- organization, I guess you will, or athletic department. I don't have a problem with Jameis Winston signing autographs and getting paid for it. It's his name. Why can't he make money off his name in college? And I know the NCAA rules, but the NCAA rules are full of crap. They can make more money off him than he can make on himself. But Jameis got to know, I'm already in trouble. Don't get in trouble while I'm in trouble. And that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah, of course, I agree with you. Yeah, it, these guys, college athletes, should be making way more than some even NFL Man, guys. Man, they should walk out of college with five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> we got uh, Amp Lee. Amp Lee is on hold. Well, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good, man. Appreciate you calling in. I don't want to take too much of your time. But but you but you a Florida State, you a Florida State grad. You went to the next level, played at a high level, and and I heard something on the. Uh, I think I was watching. I don't know which sports channel I was watching, but. A lot of guys that went to Florida State, are they asking this guy, James Winston, what are you doing? You in trouble, calm down. And it's hard to tell a kid who got the role in his hand and think, I don't know who's, who's in his circle. Uh, Jimbo, I don't know who who's telling this guy who's guiding him, or maybe he's just free to go at will because we've seen Johnny Manziel do it. But James Winston, is, he can write his own check, and he can also get that check declined. He, he's going... And it's all perception because you, you say Mel Kuyper, oh, you had him as a top five guy coming out this year. Now you put him at 28, and now he's back down to 15. 
What is your give me your assessment on Jameis Winston and, and and all the antics he's going through, the things he's doing, he's continued to get in trouble, or we continue to see it. Now when we played it was not that social media. He ha he's in a social media area. Well, to answer your question about who's in a struggle, right now it seems like he's in a struggle by himself. So it seems like to me. Um you know, we've we've all been there, played at, you know, some major universities, college football, high level, so forth and um yeah, it's a little bit of a mystery to me as well because, you know, the guy's in a great position. You know, I personally, obviously, coming off a Heisman season, he's, um, I think he's the best player in college uh, football at this point. No one's talking about him as a Heisman, but I also think that has to do a lot with, you know, things that's happening off the field. Um, I don't know if it's just immaturity or, I'm not sure, you know, at the same time. You know, I've reached out to him and, and just tried to say, you know, man, just just keep it in the road. I mean, we know that, um, you know, there's tremendous potential for him uh, moving forward, opportunities for him. Um, but, again, you're, you're 100% right now. I mean, it's like, you know, you kind of run, have you get tried in social media, media. If Twitter and Facebook, you know, um, find you guilty, then you're, you know, you get your head cut off, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, uh you know, it's it's frustrating because you know the kid has such a such a huge upside. You know, so much out in front of him, and it seems like every week he's taking something off the table or or putting himself out in the media in a negative light. I agree with you one hundred percent in that. You know, to penalize a guy for signing his own name, uh, that's how it just seems. That's a, seems like an ignorant philosophy in itself. What do you mean I can't make money off my own name? Like, are you walking on campus, somebody say, uh, James, would you sign this? Yes, I'll sign it. Now, that's okay. That's one thing because he's not getting anything back. But, James, would you sign here? Another incident. James, would you sign this? Yeah, let me buy you lunch. That's the same thing as exchanging your autograph for, for some monetary or something right. in exchange. I, I think if I want to sign my if I want to sign my own name, somebody's going to give me $500 of signature, why are you trying to stop me from getting that? You don't know how. You don't know <laughs> what I'm gonna do on the next level if I even make it to the next. The draft is a crapshoot. The, the draft is a crapshoot. You can be number one all year, and they say, "Well, we need an offensive lineman." Now you're the second pick, which is nothing wrong with that. But you don't. You can't tell me that these guys just there's a spot slotted for you. I know Andrew Luck was that guy, and who was coming? Uh, Andrew Luck and the um, RG three. I know they were slotted. One and two, two and one. It was that could have went either way, but they fit the programs they are in right now. So, don't try to take me away from, stop me from making money. That has no bearing on why can't you? Can, I can't work on college campus. I can't get a job. But somebody asked me for my autograph. I signed nine hundred and fifty things. I just made wow. I just made about thirty thousand dollars. I could. I should be able to do that. It's crazy. Yeah, you know it's um it's it's a, it's weird. I mean because uh, I agree. I think the um you know but some of the rules with NCAA, I just think they're old. They're outdated. Um, you know he can't make money on signing his own name, but yet there's you know they sell his jersey there's pins. There's uh, markers. There's jerseys. There's books. There's both. There's you know all types of items on the Florida State campus, the state of Florida, all over the country that somebody, probably the NCA or some company, is making money off of. There's that, 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 that concept is, is it's, it's looming. I mean, it, it's, it doesn't even seem legal that that could happen. 
Um, so I, think, I definitely think he's taking a lot of unfair heat. Um, to be honest with you, to, to make money off your own name, uh, 99% of America probably thinks that makes sense. It's my name. It's my <laughs> right. likeness. Um, right. You know, but the NCA somehow says that's a violation. Well, I think that's something that probably needs to be addressed. Um, you know, some of the other incidents, you know, uh, you know, with the, you know, that I've seen uh, comment on the campus. I mean, I, I think that's just something that's, come on, dude, you have to grow up a little bit, you know. Um, you, you know, the sexual assault deal, you know, I think he would, they found nothing with that. He was, you know, he has um, a, relieved he, of those charges, allegations, yeah. so forth. So I think some of it's overblown. I mean, I think some of it's overblown. At the same time, I think he does have some growing up to do. You would kind of think. Like man, you know, just play, just play ball, man. Just just play ball. That, that's um, you know, you're. In my opinion, I actually think that's hurt them some in terms of um, in terms of their ranking. You know, I don't think um, is it Mississippi State? I don't think they're a better team than Florida State. I just think that with all the negative, you know, press that Florida State is now receiving, I just don't don't think people and voters are fans right now. So. Mm. Right, I'm, um, I was going to get into that too. I'm glad you brought it up because I don't know how do you undefeated you you undefeated it all the way up until you're not, and you still undefeated because of the the uh, actions of Jameis Winston. Kwamlaa Sports Talk eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Am you on? I have Demry Lachey's on the show as well. Um, no, I, I mean yeah, going back to the rankings or whatnot. Uh, you know, I, that that did kind of shock me, you know, Mississippi State jumping, Florida State. But at the same time, I look at the competition and I understand, uh, you know, you get ranked by playing your, your ranked teams, ranked opponents. And so I understand, I kind of understand, you know, Dak Prescott and Mississippi State Bulldogs kind of jumping Florida State because uh, they're not playing as many ranked teams. But what can Florida State do about that? They, they, they're playing their schedule. They're playing their ACC rivalries. They're playing their conference schedule. So... I want to talk coming up with this game this weekend. This is out of conference. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. And Notre Dame's ranked fifth in the nation. Exactly. And and, and they and you put Florida State at number two or number three. So that's the worst case scenario. They lose to Notre Dame. Now you're gonna put them way behind everybody else. Like when when Alabama loses a game and they rank number one, you put them right. at number three or four. Right. So now Florida right. State is number two. They're gonna be tenth. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So right. if they drop, you know, if Florida State drops this game, the best team in the country, arguably one of the best team in the country, is gonna go to number ten in the country. Right. And Alabama gets to drop to seven. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, my my take on that as well is I think they're um they're on a 22 game win streak. 18. Uh, I mean, Jameis is undefeated as a starter. I mean. In my opinion, until somebody beats you, why why do you get jumped? I mean, you're playing the teams you beat. Who shows up in front of you? What Ric Flair say? You know what I mean. You 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 they showed up. We beat them. You know. So in my opinion, until they lose some or somebody beat them, I don't really understand making that jump. I agree. I mean, if you say it's the schedule, well, they can't do anything about that. They're playing in the ACC. Um, Mississippi State's playing in the, in the SEC. You, you know. Um, at the same time, you know, if, if both teams hold the road, they'll see each other somewhere down the road, and, and um, we'll see. you know, it, it'll play out that way. But, um, but Florida State has know, always been relevant, and then Mississippi State just happened to have a, a good year this year, a great year this year, having one, and then you, you look at who they playing. I mean, it, it is the SEC, and everyone's talking about how great a conference that is, but this is the reason why they realigned all these conferences. Now, in the, pack, the Big Ten is not the Big Ten, 
but they got 12 teams in there and mm-hmm. as, as well as the Pac-12 and and what they've done to realign all these state all these uh, conferences the Big East I don't even think there's even a Big East anymore but no. the ACC uh what they've done now you, they've talked about the past 3 weeks two of those weeks we're talking about Florida State could lose this game to well, one of them was clear Clemson so mm-hmm. the conferences are what they are but right. they finding a way to go out there and play. You ask a kid, come to this university, do what you're supposed to do, do the right things, and James Winston not doing that in a sense right now. Do the right things, you'll play for the national championship. Well, you, I've done everything you asked me to do. Now can I play for the national championship? When I lose one game, you move me to – I haven't lost any games. You move me to number two or three. We got a good game coming up against Notre Dame, with whom I think they will win, beat, because they playing at home. Yeah. Again, uh, to echo what I am, this guy haven't lost as a starter. He had uh, a loss I mean, as a you starter. get bumped number two after coming off a weekend of going thirty for thirty-six. <laughs> right. Only to wake up Monday morning and find yourself ranked as the number two team. I, I, I mean, it's, th- you know, thirty for thirty-six. If you, I mean, you guys know that's that's all, that's that's yeah, playing that's, hard. that's playing ball. Do, right. I don't care who you're playing. Right. That's playing ball. You still got to make those throws. You still got to right. get that done. Um, here's here's how I'm looking at it. So I don't put so much. Um, Hate on the uh, the voters because it is nonsense. Here's how I look at it: They really want Florida State to be number one. They really want to wake Jameis Winston up. So okay, we're gonna put you at two. What you gonna do? <laughs> you want that number spot back? Start acting right. We're gonna put you at number two. That's how I gotta look at it. And that's how I, I bet you Jameis come out and destroy Notre Dame. If he comes out and destroys Notre Dame, and he don't go back to number one, I'm gonna have we gonna have problems. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. I you know sometimes you know when you're dealing with. A guy that seems to have something going on every other week. I, I actually think it's probably a way of just look, man. Try to get his attention. Right. You, you know, you seem to be completely oblivious to the rules. To you know, I think it could be a way to just get his attention. Like you got to lock in and you have to focus on why you're here and what your purpose is. Not mm-hmm. all, not all of these other things. Um, I'm not, I would imagine as a teammate, it's probably a major. Major distraction to have something like that going on every week. And I think, oh, the, I but in, in that first quarter though, when Jameis Winston, if he's balling on that first quarter, they are all in as far as the game is concerned. And they think like, wait, this guy might could cost us. But when he's balling out in that first quarter, say, okay, we playing football now. Now, Am, let me let me get to this. Uh, Jimmy, you got anything else? No, I was. Just, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. I was just going to, you know, just want just wondering, you know, on the inside of, you know, Florida State that. Or Florida State's locker room shouldn't that start from the inside, from the coach's standpoint? You know, uh, with James Winston off field, you know, conduct his um, character or whatnot, and guys not well, trusting should. him. Shouldn't that start, you know, on the inside or how's conversation, you know, being bought upon that? Well, I would like to know who the seniors are because that's yeah. why I wanted uh, that's Amp, what, yeah Amp to come on, like because Amp let, and we and I'll get to that because you did go into the Hall of Fame, Florida State Hall of Fame this year, right? Yes. So congratulations to that. Appreciate it. Thank you. But that's you know you get a war like that, man. I ain't you get a war like that. Yeah. You played at a high level at college, and and everybody remember Amp Lee, (laughs) Antonio, uh, and uh, (laughs) at Florida State. He got got some say so around there. But you got some senior guys over there. Where are those seniors? I I know you the star, and you came in as a star. Where where are those senior guys? Because I know a lot of you guys, Florida State alumni has reached out to him. Why he's not listening? Is, is it beyond me? You, you know, it's it's um, a lot of it is just youth. I mean, I reached out to him. I've talked to a number of people, you know, within the staff. I've talked to people within the um, administration. 
And the, and a lot of it, they just, because I, I point blank asked the question, like, what is that? Is that immaturity? Is that just, like, what is that? And, and the, the constant thing I get is that he's just immature. God damn, that's he, too, he's too just bad. He's immature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've gotten things just, like, you know, he just doesn't seem to know when to turn it off. You got to see when the game, when those cameras are on, he's in front of the camera, it's game time. I mean, you you know, he, he realizes he's in front of the camera. And uh, a lot of things that are, that are told to me is that he doesn't seem to know when the cameras are off. You know, I mean, think about it. To be in the in the student union and to run and jump on the table and make an option. Yeah, what was that? Like that? Yeah. Come Did, on, man. You know what it was? I'll ask you off the air if you know what it was. Yeah, I know what it is. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I heard that. It's a bunch of videos that you find that stuff all along. I try not to watch it because if I watch it, because I, I came in the studio one time and said, I'm done with Jameis Winston. And I'm like, and I was thinking, God, he's only 18 years old. He's only, mm-hmm. The guy is a young guy. He's gonna make some mistakes, but why you? How and why are you getting in trouble? Why are you in trouble? <laughs> right. And right. I mean, like, don't you, you know? know? It's kind of like, like the whole OJ thing, man. Get off the scene. Yeah, get off you the scene. I mean? Get you want because you want some trophies back. Just mm. lay low, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just play ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those, you know, you can't be in the student union table yelling out stuff, man. <laughs> go to nah. class, walk the campus, go practice. Come on, you know? man. That's all you have to do. When you start paying bills, it's going to change your life. Yeah. I don't right. care how much money you got. Right. So go to school, which is your job. Play ball at a high level, which yeah. you're doing. Absolutely. Stay off the scene. Everybody know who you are. You're 6'5". Keep, yeah, keep, keep going 30 for 36. Yeah, that's, 30 all, for that's all we need, James. They're lost on the campus, they, they can't. on the student union on the table. <laughs> <laughs> in a social media networking world. Right. And that's not right. going to happen. I mean, that's not funny. That's not cool. That's not, that's, that's, that's just not smart, man. Right. So that's, that's why. That's not smart, you know, and, um. Let me ask you this before we go to break, because I do want to ask you something off the break real quick. But let me ask you this before we go to break. Didn't you, don't you guys choose, choose a scholarship? Well, you choose a college for the academics and the athletic program to fit what you want to do outside of football when football is all said and done. But don't you got to sit down and talk to the coach or whomever's recruiting you and say, okay, this guy said this, this, and that to my parents. He seemed to have my best interest in, in place and position. Because you look, we Oliver Miller called in yesterday, and he was talking about uh, Nolan Richardson, and I, and I brought up John Thompson, and why a lot of guys went to those schools because they were father figures. And I know, I know depending on where you come from, where you are, who you are, some of these coaches can't be father figures, but they can tell you you're making this mistake and look in your eyes and say, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? How much can I cover up for you? Or how much I got to tell you this is not what you got to do? And we got 30 seconds, Amp. You know, Kwame, so, I mean, it's a great question. You know, Lawrence Dolce is there on the staff, you know, Hall of Fame, Florida State player, great NFL career, uh, Odell Haggins. So, you know, he has some people in place that's kind of been there, done that, and to, uh, you know, kind of show them the way and help them out. But, Man, you can't you can't hold them down. You can't handcuff them to the you know to the to the desk and all of that. And it's just like you're not with them all the time. So you hope you have they have enough intelligence and maturity to when they are in a situation to to just simply make the right choice. And at this point, he just doesn't seem to be making the right choice. He seems to be it's like uh, any press is good press to him, and and it's not. That's not the case. I think he feels uh, if Johnny Manziel didn't get in trouble. Then I'm not getting in trouble. So now let's see how this play off. Come on, man, you could, you could, you better than Johnny Manziel. And sometimes, Quan, when you when you know you're out the door, yeah, you, you're thinking what what I me? Mean, what you gonna do I to me? He's leaving. I think everybody knows that. So sometimes when he, if he has look, man, I'm out the door, and I know I'm gonna be in the top five. I'm just biding my time. That may be something that's planned as well. You see what I mean? So. Right. 
No, what are you going to do? I'm leaving. I'm going to make money. I don't care. I'm going to burn the universities down. I'm going to burn it down while I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. And that's, that's what it is. Now, unfortunately, you got to come back like you guys going to have to look at him in his face. He got to come back to Florida State like everybody does as an alumni guy. And we're going to be like, well, you, you left with a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, man, 888-846-836-9144 or 888-346. If I knew the number, I could say it right. 9144. <laughs> got an Ambly. Ambly is a Florida State Hall of Fame, uh, NFL legend, in my opinion, for what he did. He was a problem because you had to game plan him. You didn't know. Just wait till he stop making his moves before he shake your drawers off. Um, <laughs> and I want to ask you something. Call in. We got the segment. Last segment coming up. Kwame Not Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I'm is the taste of the sweet life. I'm is the conversation. I'm searching for a song tonight. I'm changing all of the I think I like this song. That's why I let it. That's why I let it marinate a little bit. It's, it's, it's not bad. Maroon Five. Oh, they always make great music. They, they got no album. Adam Levine's that dude. I know you. You watch the Voice? Oh, you watching the Voice? Yeah. When I see it, I'm mean, on TVR. I'm on DVR. I'm on DVR. But you know what I heard was good it was Walking Dead. It, oh I don't, my I don't know goodness! If Amp hung up. Yes. Oh. You don't watch Walking? I know, man. Amp, did Am hang up? No, I'm here. Oh, Ooh, that's a bad show. Uh, you, you seen Breaking Bad, right? No, I'm, I haven't watched oh, all that. Bre- People kept telling me, right. they, well, asked me, you watch Breaking Bad? You watch uh, Walking Dead? I haven't seen any Those of them. some bad shows. No. I, 
don't even know what time they come on or what day. <laughs> y'all know what y'all missing out. Ooh, y'all looking it. for like a like a really like a man show to come on TV? Uh-huh. You, know, you know they got you know too much reality. Yeah, stuff. too much reality drama, uh, loving type shows. You know, I try not to watch. Do you want to watch a man show uh-huh. or watch Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead? Man, they had a man show. When does it come on? It comes on AMC, uh, AMC channel. Walking Dead comes on every Sundays at nine. Breaking Bad, their series is over. They have five great seasons on the most watched TV show. Yes, and that span. Are you serious about that? No, I'm serious about married with children. No, I'm look it up. Google it. Breaking Bad, it's they're on every Sunday. Yeah, that's it. 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 Oh man, I don't know. I ain't, a teacher I can't really cooking meth? Are you kidding me? Really? Wife don't even know about it, and he has cancer. Watch that show, man. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> Is that with Matthew McConaughey? No, oh. no, no. Okay, That's, see, yeah, yeah I haven't watched it. Uh-uh. You know what? Let, okay, I'll check those out. But I thought Married with Children probably the most watched TV show ever. But Amp says something off the air. And, and I was gonna let you go, but Amp, but I can't now. Yeah, you got. We got about five. <laughs> we got five minutes though. He says something off the air. Which makes a lot of sense. You're not going to be bigger than the game itself. You, it's impossible. You can't do it because you look around the league. And I, and I keep going to the mindset of Chad Ochocico. If he didn't have all those antics, mm-hmm. which he was right for doing so because he was marketing himself. But the NFL can't market you. They don't want you to market yourself. They'd rather get the money and give you a tenth of it from you trying to market yourself. And all he did was wore a jacket with Hall of Fame on. All he did was have fun doing the game but he still played at a high level in my opinion he didn't dist- I, I'm not in their locker room I wasn't in the Cincinnati locker room so I don't know if he was distraction or not to his, to his team but I know when he showed up he, he played ball I know I thought they had even with Chad Ochocinco I mean to call him Chad Johnson and they had uh, Terrell Owens on the team I thought they played at a high level they had a high level they had two pretty good receivers but then Amp said something even the face, one of their golden boys, the NFL's probably distraught. They don't know what to do right now. You know when your favorite kid, mm-hmm. and everybody got a favorite kid, acts up. Acts <laughs> <laughs> up. You know, no, I'm, I'm taking I'll take that back. No one has a favorite kid. Well, one of your kids act act up. Well, what about what about Adrian Peterson? Amp brought this up. What about Adrian Peterson? He's sitting at home right now for something he something he thought he was he didn't think it was bad. But I heard a comment and really distraught me about his comment and said, oh, that guy's tough as nails. I gave him five extra lashes than I did. Man, you don't bring no switch. I got whooping with a switch before. but I had a weak qualm. We, that deal, man, I had a, we had a switch corner. Ex- mm, yep. So that lets you know how my mom was getting down. We had a switch <laughs> corner, homie. Like, and people would come to my house and ask, like, what are all those sticks over in the corner for? Those are sticks, homie. Those switches. <laughs> There was some of them platted up. <laughs> my grandmother plat some. She plat them up and say, "Okay, here's oh, what you yeah, act, act them up, act up it now." Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But but what he said, and we're talking Adrian Peterson, not on the football field. And and in regards to Jameis Winston, better get it together because if you're going to be the face of a franchise, and most quarterbacks are, but do you do have those Adrian Peterson? You do have a Ray Lewis. You do have guys that are not getting the ball every time that could be the face of your team. Not just your defense, not just the position, but James, not James Winston better understand that. Yeah, and it gets no bigger than the position of the quarterback position and the Heisman Trophy right. winner. You know, right. coming and he back can win the Heisman again. That's the crazy part. 
but but uh, but if you guys kind of track the timeline when they started, you know, suspending those guys, pretty much send them home. The defensive lineman with Carolina, Peterson, uh, Rice. The NFL, when it when it starts to affect the NFL's bottom line, their bottom line, their dollar their dollar amount, they got serious. So mm-hmm. when those companies and those sponsors said, "Look, we don't think this guy should be playing. We're thinking about pulling out of our sponsorship." In other words, we, we're thinking about pulling our money back. What did the NFL do? They shut it down. They, they got they rid of those guys. Home. They got rid of those guys. They got rid of them. They they so. Adrian Peterson's face and and and, and so he's on the uh, home tickets for the Vikings. Right, like he was on their on their home tickets. Yeah, that's that, that's money. And, and then playing. and so the, when it got serious in terms of like it started to, you, you know, they were flirting with the NFL to, with money. No, they sent him home. And no more questions about it. Go through the process, but until this even sorted out and figured out, go home and, and we're gonna let this deal play out. In other words. Get out of the building, get off the scene. Right, because the owners of the Minnesota Vikings tried to tried to double talk and keep him around mm-hmm. because they understand, <laughs> well, we close to winning some games and we don't have a running game. We don't mm-hmm. have Adrian Peterson. We got to get him back. Mm-hmm. And that's what, yeah, and yeah, the NFL is definitely like, nah, get this guy, you know, when get him out of here. the NFL say this is affecting when our image and our money, right. you, exactly. the, the owners so, said. Like I said, all those companies started to threaten pulling, um, pulling on their sponsorships. You know, then NFL, you know, what they they pulled them out of the Wednesday meeting, Wednesday morning meeting. They got, uh, yeah, yeah. You saw my man get in this car, leaving the building. Peterson mm-hmm. not in the building. Ray Rice, you can't come to the building. Right. Mm-hmm. Even my man here in Arizona, the the the, the fullback, yeah. Jonathan Dwyer. Jonathan Dwyer. Yeah. You know what? Go deal with that. But you got the role. You got to, you know, keep and, some space. And you know the Cardinals don't have no room for for no no fifty fifty. If he did it, or if it looked like he did it. Or if somebody said he did it, we got to take you off the field just yeah. in case. They don't have room for that. But you got those big-time programs who's in cahoots with the NFL. Man. And what I mean by that, like the Crafts, like the uh, right. like the Roonies, mm-hmm. uh, like those historian franchises. You messing with our and, money, and you got to the, go. The NFL, I mean, to, uh, to the athlete, to the player, you know, they're, I mean, eight, nine, ten million they that made that and they may, may be making for that season. That's good for them, but but on the grand scale of the NFL, man, that's a, that's a piece of land on your pants. Right, right. So 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 <laughs> so they're not going to compromise their bottom line for for your ten million. We gonna make that from somebody else. So you guys both agree with this because I, I if 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 I'm sponsoring the. Arizona Cardinals right now. And I'm one of their top sponsors. I'm not no locals. I'm not a local sponsor. I'm I'm a global major sponsor for the Arizona Cardinals. And I said, if you draft Jamin Winston, we taking our money out of here. You know, sponsor got that much power. You got a decision to make. You got a decision to make. Wow. You got a decision. To make. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, and and the football, these organizations, these programs, which is tied into the, the team and the, the the NFL itself, these sponsors come at them like that because what? Look what the commercial calls for the Super Bowl. So imagine what they mm-hmm. doing during the season. If you draft Jamin Winston. We taking our money and putting it elsewhere. Well, I wonder how the NCAA feels about you know Jameis and still playing at Florida State right now. You talk about you know the sponsorships, the brands, and mm-hmm. some of the uh, outsiders who's not around the football um, game of it. I guess you could say. Uh, but how do you you know college football? Florida State is a big college football program, and everybody looks forward to seeing Florida State play on Saturdays. So, with the name Jameis Winston, I don't think it's fair because. 
they try to downgrade him so much just to keep Florida State's name more relevant. You know what? It's kind of like more, my, more relevant, I should say. You remember Mike Tyson? That's not I, fair. I, it's not. And yeah. I echo um, Amp. Those NCAA laws and rules and bylaws and all that BS to come mm-hmm. with it, they outdated. They thought they outdated. Yeah. And they don't have anybody sitting in there that can say, well, this is the grand scheme. This is what's happening now. This is the bigger picture of what college football is. We're making billions of dollars. This is the big picture. At some point, we're going to have to stop p- paying these players. I'll go back to um, I'll go to this. You remember when Mike Tyson was Mike Tyson when he was the guy and he got in trouble one time and then everybody tried to get at him. Oh, he yeah. got one time they said, oh, he's a he's a clown. He's a, he can't think. Mm-hmm. Then I can be in the bar with him. Yeah, please punch me out. Mike Tyson, you mush him with your finger so he can knock you out mm-hmm. and then you Correct. got and you got three, five million dollars from that. <laughs> See everybody start coming at him now and, mm-hmm. and Denver you say on this college campus, well this is anywhere, Indiana State, mm-hmm. Florida State, this is that Kansas KU. If you are somebody who I can benefit off you Benefit mm-hmm. from you Which everybody takes advantage Of ath- student athletes If I can benefit off you I'm going to find a way To keep my camera rolling A way for you to do Something stupid We had an incident Last week Or two weeks ago With uh, Seth Jordan Being on TMZ I didn't see anything Wrong with that Take your kid home If you don't want him To coach hard These mm-hmm. kids are supposed To be coached hard If, if they want to play Football and learn it The right way I don't want you to I got to coach you hard Because I don't want you To go out on the field And get hurt and abandon everything that was taught to su- for your survival. Seth was on TMZ. Oh, we! I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, so I just saw him in the gym another day. Mm. He ain't let me mention it. Yeah, I, mm, I, I wasn't mentioning it. Either. Well, he was on TMZ. <laughs> he was on TMZ, and it wasn't it wasn't it for anything wrong. It's Seth. I know we know Seth, and that's how he coached. That's how he played. Seth was passionate, but some father who could not play, who could, couldn't coach his son, took him to Seth so he can be coached. On the on the skills specific of football, on the protection, on how to how to play the game, learn the game. You're not gonna just go. It ain't hot ball. You throw the ball off. Who are to get it? We get the man with the football. There's some strategic planning to this. There's some. Mm-hmm. This is how you play this position. This is how you tackle somebody. This is how you get tackled. <laughs> this is how you pr- protect yourself on a football field. And that's what he does for these kids. And then, but somebody's some some dad in the stand was just videoing, and he's just he just wanted to be famous because he's probably not famous at work. Yeah. And oh, just, so self is going too hard. No, yeah, he was. Yeah, he said he was going yeah, to our. Threw it back up again. I'm gonna send it to you, man. <laughs> oh, Lord God. <laughs> so anyway, go, coming back for you know the game in between the lines. Florida State's hosting Notre Dame, and you know, James has been not. I, I don't think the James he was last year. He doesn't have big Kelvin Benjamin to save him from numerous throws. You know, from numerous throws, especially in the red zone areas, and he's been known to. Throw some picks this season. This season. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, Mr. Amp, I just want to know your prediction. Uh, with you know, being with you being a former running back, do you think that running game needs to be picked up? I don't know uh, what Amp was. He was getting the ball. Everywhere. <laughs> do you think he needs to be picked up more this weekend than it has been before this far this season? Absolutely. I, um, you know, one of my concerns, you know, so far in the season is that. Um, I mean, they're putting the ball in Jameis's hands so much, right. and, he, and he's right. putting it in the air. Um, the, I think the first two or three games, um, I, I can't even call his name right now, the receiver. But the, I mean, it's like he only had one receiver, number eighty. I can't oh, Rashad it. Green. Yeah, Green. Yeah, it's like he only had Green. It's like he had one dude. And I'm going to myself like, man, if you think you're going to get through the season like this, some people they're going to rotate to that and take him away. And now mm-hmm. what do you have? But I, I feel like now they've started to. Uh, I mean, last weekend, he, he sprinkled the ball around to a lot of different people. Um, Larry, the yeah. tight end, 
Uh, a couple of guys got involved, and more guys got involved in the past game. But I still feel like they do not have a consistent uh, run attack. I mean, I like Williams. Um, yeah, I like to see him a little bit, a little bit more patient. Um, That's a big boy. Oh yeah, But sometimes you know, you, <laughs> I just sometimes you can be too fast. Uh, we gotta fast get out. We gotta get out of here. Get downhill, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's Amp Lee. Um, unfortunately, we only got an hour show. I mean, it's so good that it go by so fast, and I be getting this. Okay, you got thirty seconds, so I yeah. know I got twenty seconds. But I appreciate you, Amp, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, I could do it too. Okay, Demar Lachey, Kwame Sports Hall. Don't forget, declare sickle cell disease a national health priority, and support legislation to expand and establish sickle cell disease programs for a lot of causes. Just not September the sickle cell month. Sickle cells all year long. Get on board with it. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk. Demar Lachey, appreciate Amp Lee for calling in. We'll talk to you guys Thursday. We are off tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.